Hi. Hello, Kimenia. Hi. How you doing? Good morning. Um, welcome to to this episode. And um, yeah, if you wanted to chime in as well, you can, of course, grab the mic. So in this the is, point that you made when you talk. This is the fifth episode on our space series. And it's recorded, so let me paste the, the link to the rest of of this. This is fourteen thousand series. So yeah, uh, today we'll be looking at Astra International Company, and to pull that up real quick. Astra International, it's the eight hundred and eighty seventh company on the list of the top thousand companies. Space in Indonesia has a market cap of about $16 billion, um, which is a, it's a huge drop from, I think, somewhere around 2012. They had about $35 billion in market cap, so... They uh, they have been uh, on the decline lately. I don't know why. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, I have a share price of forty-two cents. Which indicates they may have a lot of um, a lot of shares, having a market cap of sixteen billion dollars and a share price of forty-two cents. Well, I guess that's the indication. So um, yeah, we'll go straight to the company. Let's see what the company does. Um, Astra International is first time. I'll be looking into this company ever. It's not a very popular one, I think. I mean, to me, it's probably very, very popular in uh, Indonesia, where it's based. Okay. <clears throat> so Astra International is an Indonesian conglomerate controlled by Jardine Matheson. It was founded in 1957 by Tija Kian Tie, Penhang, Penhong, Parolian, well, it's like five founders. Interesting. Tija Kian Tie, Liam Penhong, Parolian, Nangolan, Datu Parulas, Nangolan, and South Guru Pamusik, Nangolan. 
with the name of PT, Astra International Incorporated. It is Southeast Asia's largest independent automotive group. Okay, so they're into, um, I guess, cars. Okay. Operating predominantly in Indonesia, it is uh, a provider of full range of automobile and motorcycle products in partnerships with companies which include Toyota, Daihatsu, Isuzu, UD Trucks, Pojo, BMW um, for automobiles, and Honda for motorcycles. Okay. So Astra has a strong presence in the automotive component sector through its subsidiary PT, Astra Auto Parts, TBK. Okay. Okay. See the company's website here. Marikita Bergerak Brasama. Heck, I don't understand Indonesian. So I see they're into solar panels as well, of a software product. Uh, let me see. Okay, English. Mm, about Astra. Philosophy, vision, and mission. Okay. To be one of the best managed corporations in Asia Pacific sustainable growth. Okay. Try and see where the products are. Board of Commissioners business. So they have automotive, um, financial services, heavy equipment, mining, construction, energy, agro, agriculture, infrastructure, and logistics, um, information technology. So, yeah, it's indeed a conglomerate cars, motorcycles. Astra Auto Parts are to sell, uh, to sell um, replacement parts, I guess, for automotive. It's interesting. So, yeah, Wikipedia is saying they have interest in financial services, heavy equipment, and mining, agribusiness, infrastructure, and logistics, and IT. In financial services, Astra's businesses provide financial products services to support its automotive and heavy equipment sales. The group was involved in retail banking, true stake in PT Bank Permata until the late 2010s, 2019. They invested $150 million in a application based on demand service Gojek. Do they own this? Gojek is uh, what is Gojek? Looks like an Uber kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I guess. What does Gojek do?
behind Southeast Asia only hypergrowth startup is some okay. We build products that run on but they have a lot of products. Transports and logistics. I see what they're doing. Go pay. Go so I guess this is one of their their big investments. Hmm. So conglomerate founded nineteen fifty seven, been around for sixty five years. Has a lot of founders. Wow, I haven't I haven't seen any company with this lot of founders. This is one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven founders. Headquartered in Jakarta, Indonesia. Current CEO is Johnny Bonato Chondro. Hmm. Okay. So, how do we tackle this company now they started? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Um, about Astra history, let's see the history here. So maybe the, the the decline, which is not very sharp, was very smooth slope down from 2011, 33 billion. They've been uh, going down the slippery slope by in terms of market cap. Maybe it's just due to general recession. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. History. So, looking at 1957, PT, Astra International Inc. commenced business as a as a trading company. That's how they started. In 1969, they were given a sole distribution uh, a sole distributorship for Toyota vehicles in Indonesia. That's where the money started. So they were the only ones that had the license to distribute Toyota in Indonesia. Okay. Now that's some good money. No competition. Toyota is like... <laughs> okay. So 1970, they were appointed as the sole distributor for Honda motorcycles in Indonesia. Wow. Also appointed the sole distributor for Fuji Xerox Office equipment in Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> this, I wonder how the founders are probably well connected in government to kind of get this kind of leverage because sole distributorship is just like a huge monopoly. Nobody can jump in that business. No other person can distribute Honda if it's not Astra in Indonesia at the time. Holy macaroni. Okay, 1971, they established PT Federal Motor 
sole distributor for Honda motorcycles. And uh, they launched their own Honda motorcycle, Mighty Z. Um, I guess after distributing, decided to build their own brand. Let's see what that looks like. Yeah, it looks like a scooter kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Big business. 1972 established the United Tractors, specializing in the business of heavy equipment. Well, they went into tractors. Okay, 73. Sole distributor for Daihatsu. Set up multi agro corporation to take charge of their agricultural business division. Interesting. 1980, they established the Dharma Bhakti Ashra Foundation to provide assistance to small businesses that they've been able to destroy by owning a monopoly. But I mean, let me not shit on them. Uh, yeah, 1982, they entered into financial services by setting up P.T. Rahaja Sedaya. 1983 established P.T. Astra Agro Niaga, the forerunner of P.T. Astra Agro Lestari. 88. Five year bond issue and listed, or 88, they were listed on the Surabaya Stock Exchange. What is this? This is probably an Asian stock market. Surabaya Stock Exchange, or is Indonesian, was a stock exchange that officially opened in 1989 based on the Minister of Finance decree of Indonesia. Hmm. Didn't even notice. Well, it was close to the World War and started again. So, 1995, they merged with the Indonesian Parallel Stock Exchange, leaving only two primary exchanges operating in Indonesia. Wow. And Indonesia has a huge, huge economy. So, having sole distributorship of anything there is like them. Okay. 1990 IPO of 30 million shares. Yeah, I thought as much. For them to have that small share price, they have a lot of shares. Listed on the Jakarta Stock Exchange and Surabaya Stock Exchange. So the IPO in 1990, that's after almost four, four years, 30 something years. No, it's four, yeah, 30, 33 years in operation. 91, established the Alistari that manages the business field component, launched Isuzu Panther, providing capital facilities for SMEs. 95, Astra Manufacturing Polytechnic that provided formal education level diploma in manufacturing. So they went to education, co 
um, signed a debt restructuring agreement, phase one, 2000 restructured motorcycle businesses, 2001 publishes a guide in business ethics and work ethics. Okay. And business rate 2002 Astra signed a debt restructuring agreement phase to restructure Daihatsu business. 2003 restructured their Toyota business and uh, they launched collaboration products of Toyota Avanza and Daihatsu Senior. Let's see what these cars look like. Toyota Avanza. Not really. Manufactured by Daihatsu. So this is the latest one. Like a space bus. That was the old one. Serdang, Malaysia. Oh, interesting. Okay. 2004, early settlement of Astro structured debt. They bought huge shares in the bank. 2005, they entered the toll road business by acquiring the 4% stake of PT Marga Mandala. Set up Toyota Astra Financial Services, specializing in providing Toyota car financing facilities in 2006, and entered the water utility business. Uh, so, Toyota Vales. So, their, their main Revenue source is just the automotive distribution. I would give them that boost was earlier on they were given the right to be the only distributors in Indonesia. I don't know if that's still the case, but just give them a serious head and leverage to operate and grow. Astra True, Astratel acquired PT, Pelabuhan, Benaham Banua. AOP acquired 51% share in PT, Bakunua. That's a lot of stuff that's going on. 2015, they're just buying other stakes in other companies. Um, okay. United Tractors, together with Sumoto Corporation and Kansai Electrical Power Company, signed the power purchase agreement to develop a coal-fired power plant. Got into the um, power and energy sector. Well, so, maybe all of this... Jumping into different companies, I think, is what is messing up with their valuation. 
they're buying stakes in too many companies. So, uh, too many subsidiaries, a lot of acquisitions, a lot of acquisitions. Um, the company invested this in Gojek. That was a good investment, though. Fifty percent owned Ali purchased a three-hectare site in Jakarta Central Bidden for residential and commercial development. Astra and WeLab, a leading technology enabler for consumer lending in China, including Hong Kong, announced the establishment of PT Astra WeLab Digital Arta mobile lending products and provide financial technology solutions to enterprise customers. This form to provide fleet for the ride hailing online transportation system of GoCar in Indonesia. Hmm. So GoCar is the is the Uber of uh, okay GoCar. Wow. 2019, the group completed the sale of its. For the four point five six percent stake in Permata Bank for a net consideration of sixteen trillion Indonesian rupees. What is the rupee to a dollar? Let's see. Dollar to Indonesian rupees. Holy smokes. Wow. So, wow, that's that's a crazy rate. Like one dollar is about fifteen thousand four hundred and forty-one Indonesian rupees. Holy smokes! That is slow. <laughs> so, some of the thousand dollars is like easily what well, is. A thousand is one. That's like a thousand. No, ten dollars is one hundred fifty thousand. A hundred dollars is one point five million. Thousand dollars is fifteen million. <laughs> that is incredible. That is incredible. I wonder what affects. This exchange rates of uh, of of different countries. But this is amazing. It's like, but holy smokes! Okay, okay. This is just yeah, fifty thousand. It's like almost like fifty thousand US dollars is like almost a billion Indonesian rupees. And and the value has been reducing um, recently. What's going on? This is a, this, for a ten-year period. Holy smokes! Yeah, the value has been the value has been on a decline. In two thousand and twelve, it was one dollar to nine thousand. That's still ridiculous, though. That's ridiculously high. That also may not even um, has nothing to say about their 
how well the economy is doing. There's, there's so many things that go into exchange rates. But if one US dollar is like 16,000 Indonesian rupees, that is, that is crazy. I, I, I wonder how, what's the, what's the GDP per capita in Indonesia rupees in Indonesia? That, that would say like how, what's the, you know, the wet distribution situation there, but and I don't know. The company looks good though. It's uh has a high rise building of course. And it's been around for a very long time. This is one of the biggest companies in uh, in Indonesia. Sustainability. Okay. So I would have wanted to at least get some information about some of the founders. How did seven people come together to to say they want to find a, a company? Um, welcome, Corbena. So uh, you're just joining us. This is a very lonely space, but it's recorded. So in case you eventually want to check either this episode or the previous ones, we just analyze uh, 14,000 companies or I analyze actually, uh, fortune thousand companies, uh, selected at random. And the one for this episode is Astra international. Um, that's based in Indonesia, but so if you look at the Jumbotron or you want to see the previous episodes and if you check that in a few days, this episode will be there. Uh, there's some things to learn. If you have any interest in setting up a company or building a business, uh, it success leaves clues. So when we look at the top thousand companies in the world, there's a lot to learn from um, what the company does and their modus operandi. Yeah, <clears throat> to understand how how they grew. So looking at Astra International, we we know how early on they were given sole distributorship for Toyota. Honda, uh, BMW, and some other, Daihatsu. So they were the only ones who could distribute these cars, sell these cars in Indonesia. So apparently that translates to money. So right now, um, I want to evaluate at least one of the founders. This company has a lot of founders. It's pretty quite unusual for a lot of companies. Seven founders. One of them is William Surya Jaya. Um, I'm very convinced that I'm not pronouncing the name correctly. So, um, this person was born 1922, and the late person is uh, passed on in 2010 also known as Um or Uncle Willem, was born in Indonesia. He's a Chinese-Indonesian businessman who co-founded um, that. So he lost his parents at the age of 12 and had to stop his education. couldn't afford the education at 19. So humble origins again, as we have seen from a lot of the founders from previous companies. So the narrative of... Uh, 
there are rich people who start rich companies. It's not always, it's usually not even the case. Because um, children of affluence don't have the patience to to build a company with all of the suffering and the hard work that needs to build a company. So, yeah, one of this is one of the founders, though. I don't know about the rest. Lost his parents at the age of 12 and had to see his education, continued his education in later years and studied at Leader and Schwein Industry in, in Netherlands. Um, he co-founded Astra, then a trading company with his brother, Tija Kiantier, in 1957. And they grew the company to become Indonesia's um, largest automobile retailer and the country's biggest company, or it's even the biggest company. Wow, by market value. So Astra International is Indonesia's biggest company. That's interesting. Uh, but then it's 880 something in the world. Because, of course, most of the companies are based in the U.S. The company which also owns finance, plantation, um, auto parts manufacturing, heavy machinery, and mining, mining services, and automotive businesses. Uh, where I mentioned this, sales, Honda motorcycles, BMW, Daihatsu, Pojo, Citroen, and Toyota vehicles throughout Indonesia. So in 2010, they overtook Telkom Indonesia to become um, the most valuable. And Telkom Indonesia is like uh, previously was the biggest company in Indonesia. For I guess they they offered telecommunication services. So, but this founder lost control of Astra in 1992 when he sold most of his family's cheer, uh, shares to rescue his eldest son, oh, his eldest son's bank, which has suffered from a credit crisis and finan fin finally collapsed. Wow. <clears throat> so that's interesting. So the founder of this company, he lost control. He sold a lot of his shares um, because of his son's bank. See, there's sympathy investment here that didn't work um, as usual. He personally guaranteed all Summa Bank depositors their money back. Holy smokes. And all, depositor, all depositors received their money back with interest without using any bailout package from the government at the expense of his ownership in Astra. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this did it for his son. In 2009, Forbes rated the so the Soeriagia, oh gosh, the family as the 18th wealthiest family in Indonesia. But he died at the age of 87, which is quite elderly, and was buried in San Diego Hills. Really. Uh, San Diego Hills sounded like um, like California, where it's it's actually in Indonesia. 
I guess it's a prominent cemetery. Yeah. It's a privately owned cemetery in Indonesia. Anyways, I'm not worried about the dead. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's one of the founders. Um, tough Origins built the company up, got sole proprietorship, uh, sole distributorship to uh, to deal in major major automotive products and boosted that money. Let me see if I can find any other founder here. The seven of them. Okay, the other one said he founded it with Tija Kian in 1957. Let me see if I can see some more information about this other person. Oh, it's the same family. They're brothers. So William and TJ are brothers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Family business. Wow. Okay. One of the founders. I didn't see any information here. PT, Astro International, TVK, and so. Mm, further, private, private. Brother of this. Last updated this. Wow. Uh, he too is late. The most of the founders are late. It was a very old company. Um. He passed on in 2015, the age of 84. Uh, the few people who run the company today, key people, Johnny Buonato, Chondoro, he's the CEO. Little information, by the way, as, as of 2016, they had 214,000 employees um, <clears throat> yeah that's a lot I mean it seems like a lot Indonesia that um, has a lot of people that is like compared to the population of the country that is a small amount of employees actually here's Joni nice Journey runs the company now. Oh gosh, how can I see this in English? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna. I can't. Can't see it. Anyways, <clears throat> again, I see you, Joe. Most fortune thousand companies are companies that have like been around for for decades, and of course this falls into that category. The original founders are not even around. Um, built the company for a very long time, and this in this case is not a single product as well. 
um, like we've noticed with most of these companies, they they don't do one thing. They're usually into a lot of stuff um, around the niche, though. And so here, the major niche is automotive products, which you know, I, I grew I grew business too, which is like a, a very huge industry with the fact of um, tractors. I mean, tractors and all that stuff for mechanized farming. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, interesting here. And Gojek is the heavy investment in Gojek is a very smart move. Um, I, I don't see that it's, it's, um, doesn't see the returns right now, but this is going to be huge. Transport and logistics, go ride, your two-wheeler taxi, go car, just the Uber, go send, delivery, go box. <laughs> Man, go Bluebird. Let me see. This is the apple of Indonesia, it seems. They're doing a lot of uh, Skojek. If these companies were <clears throat> even based in the US, like they would be, they would be huge, yeah. Like, instead of funding amount of five billion. So it's like, is it a private company? It's public. What's the market cap of this one? Here's the financials. Um, Gojek has raised this 2021 IPO price stock chart by this. What's the ticker? Wow, they even have Meta as an investor. Facebook invested in them. Okay. Chart trade. All of this stuff. Crazy. Trade station. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like this new information. <clears throat> okay. And Gojek spelled gojk.com is the <laughs> wow look at all those businesses this is their major investment that's a lot of promise in this gojek company uh i see a lot of promise in this guys let me see if they It's definitely not, uh, it's, it's an upcoming company, but there's a lot of promise in this company. There's a lot. Anyways. So, here we go. Astra International. Um, before I call it for today. I'm trying to see if I can get one more information about any of the other founders. So it's mostly 
family business was this Peruvian Nangolan. <laughs> so apparently, there's no one who beat from Indonesia that doesn't know this company. <clears throat> so, yeah. I guess I'll call it for today, for this one. So in summary, Astra International, 887th company, biggest company in the world, biggest company in Indonesia, um, market cap of $16 billion as of today, October 2022, um, share price of $0.42. Cents which apparently will be much bigger figures in Indonesian rupees, which like a dollar is like 15,000 as of today, 16,000 Indonesian rupees. Um, major products are automotive products. and They've now diversified as a conglomerate into agriculture, um, energy, Huge investment in Gojek, which is like a really futuristic modern company in Indonesia. Um, yeah, Astra International, ladies and gentlemen. So, Kimenia, kudos for sticking around till the end. Kuabena uh, as well. So, yeah, the link is on the Jambatron. Want to check the previous episodes, and this one will be up there as well. And uh, we'll do a random draw for the next company that we'll be looking at. Hopefully, Sunday. I did this every Sunday. I had a serious engagement yesterday, so I couldn't do it uh, yesterday. So, hopefully, uh, Future versions will be more organized. But the objective for this for me is because uh, I'm a startup founder. I like to learn from already established companies to figure out what to, you know, how to structure my company, some of the lessons to learn. And it's been, it's been very helpful in the past episodes. So, yeah, if you know anyone who's interested in starting a business, or you interested, particularly you, yourself, um, interested in starting a business, this will be very helpful. So for the next, the next episode, wow, 46. So we're going, we're going to look at a really big company next. Wow, we jumped all the way from 800 246 and the company is let's see number 46 is Walt Disney yeah that is a big one Walt Disney <laughs> so yeah I guess there's a way lot more information about this one next episode so be on the lookout um thanks Kimenia for your support
and yeah, I hope I hope I see you next uh, next week. All right, take care, guys. Take care, Kimenia. Take care, uh, Kobena. Bye.